What's up, everybody? This is the Magic Treehouse. What's up, everybody? This is the Magic Treehouse, and I'm Merlin. Today, we'll be talking to an upcoming artist, Garen. So, Garen, why don't you tell us, who is Garen? Garen is a creative artist from Compton, California, slash South Central. California, South Central LA. Um, I love God. I love people. I want to change the world. And I'm a world changer. What's up? Somebody, somebody's noticing me right now. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? So, here, yeah, I'm on this podcast right now. Yeah, wait, where are you about to be at? I'm about to be walking over. I'm on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Podcast? Yeah, I'm on the podcast. Yeah, so Yeah. Hey. All right. Yes. You ready? Yes, sir. I'm going to go back up on you. There's a lot of people right here. Damn, this is a bad idea. Yeah, so, you know, I'm just trying to change the world. Be as humble as I can. You know, keep keep God first. You know? What's up, bro? I'm on this podcast right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? My bad. I'm so sorry for all the shit. No, no, it's cool. Um, so I mean, let's just start from the beginning. So you said you're a creative. You know, you're all about your community. You're all about your faith. But like, how did you really get started in your music? Uh, so I always like to say I didn't choose music; music chose me. So I didn't get started. It started me. In the sense, like I didn't try to like figure it out and you know i just my, i have an auntie she we grew up in church and was at church every sunday three four times a week um like tuesday wednesday saturday sunday that church and uh, we was rehearsing we was playing music we was playing instruments so i started off on instruments first and then um from the instruments i graduated to singing and all that but i was i was playing drums at church since three years old on the little tiny drums and then i graduated to the bigger time and i was about six or seven using this uh gospel boy boy band we toured a lot we played for a lot of bigger gospel artists and basically uh i grew passion that way you know it wasn't like i started off like yeah i want to be like this be like that i see my cousins who were a little bit older who was on the instruments and it inspired me. But my auntie, she pushed the gift that God gave me. She pushed it out of us, like, you know, so it wasn't, it wasn't like, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to start doing music. It was like, ever since I can remember, uh, you know that song, ever since I can remember, I've been popping my <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking right now. <laughs> so ever since I can remember, I've been a musician, a creative, like that. I, you know, my first memories were like, Beating on pots and pans at the crib, trying to create a drum set out of the cooking pots. So it's just, it's just what, you know, it shows me. No, that's cute. And I love that just because, so it was like a passion that you were like learning to love, but like your aunt, you know, she saw, she probably saw this like skill you had, this talent, which kind of like pushed you to grow in the area more. Would you say that? Right. And I, and I, and I like, I like to differentiate uh, talent and skill from a gift. You know, I think a gift is something that was put on you. A talent and a skill is something you, you, you learn, you practice, you get better at. A gift is like, it's destined for you to, you know, be doing that. So somebody might have a gift in art of drawing, 
Like it was like even when they was five, you still was like, wow, this is like a little bit advanced for like a little five, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, I think that's where I differentiate a gift from a talent or a skill. A skill is like, wow, I can tell you where it's hard to get where you at. A gift is like, no, it's just something about your your aura, your energy, your spirit that I, I just feel like, like, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, I get what you're saying. And like when it comes to your gift specifically, like even though it is music and it is you being a creative, would you say like the drums, like getting that beat in you, like how did you start like transfer over to like the music you create now? Uh, when I was nine, uh, when I was 11, well, okay. So when I was eight, I produced, wrote and recorded my first song ever by myself. I mean, my auntie helped me, but she made me play the instruments. She made me write it. She made me, you know, record, you know. That was a gospel song called Thank You, Jesus. And then um, when I was 11, I started realizing, you know, you had the Chris Browns and the Bobby Browns and the, you had all these different, like, acts that came up when they were so young. And I was inspired that mm-hmm. it was possible that you could be a star at a young age, you know? Definitely. And at that age, you, you kind of confused. So you see the stardom, the fame, you see the movies. I mean, the music videos, and it looked like crazy to you. You know, when I got older, I realized what I was really chasing. As when I was young, I was just intrigued by the videos and how young they were. While he just like me, come from the hood, and you know what I'm saying. So I, um, I was 11, and I wrote my first song called Sidekick. And it was like, oh, I want to put you on Sidekick, yeah. So we did LOL, OMG, yeah. So I got my aim on you. Hope you got your aim on me. Sometimes I don't be tired, don't, but you know, my text is free. So I wrote that at 11. Oh, uh, okay. And if I'm 11 years old thinking like that, you know, that's what I mean by the gift. It's like the fact that back then it was minutes, and after seven, your minutes was free. I don't know if you remember this type of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 7 PM, your minutes was free. And we was already LOL and OMD. And um, at when I was 11, so I'm 29, and we was already LOL and OMG and like damn near 20, 21, 22 years ago, you know? Yeah. So, and so, like, I mean, you, you started at 11, you're 29 now. Like, this isn't just like a gift that you were just like, okay, I'm good at it. Like, you you were progressing along the way, right? Like you knew like, this is what you liked about music. This is what you like about your gift specifically. Or were you always just like, I know what I'm doing. Um, I don't, I'm not questioning it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm just not questioning it. Like it's to the point where honestly, like I can re-record the song that I wrote at 11 years old and, and people were still like, like yeah no definitely and then that's why it's a gift you know yeah because it still it would fit like regardless and then would from starting at 11 you mentioned like there's artists like chris brown like was chris brown like the only influence for you at that time or are there like okay he wasn't even like he was like a little oh sorry time. it was like michael jackson and you know i was three years old daycare four years old they playing thriller and you know, it was it was too much for me. I was overwhelmed with musical geniuses, and then gospel got the thing about gospel is 
they're too good at music to the point that they overdo it. Yeah. What I love about what I love what I love about um secular music is it's it is it's very business based. Mm-hmm. Um what I love more about gospel is it's very spiritual based. So it's based on feeling. Secular music is based on business, money, uh audience, target, algorithms, all this weird names they try to change it up to mm-hmm. over the years. And I was never a fan, you know, in church when I grew up, everybody do too much to me. I always felt like that. Like the singer when I was seeing all the singers, the drummer when I outplay all the drummers. Mm-hmm. The, you know what I'm saying? The choir wanna be the best choir in the room. Like I hated that aspect of gospel music. It's like everybody always wants to show off uh, my publisher, Steve Lindsay, he always say, he call it high mom. Everybody wants to be a high mom. Like, hi, mom, look at me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I hate high mom activity. Mm-hmm. And um, what I loved about secular music was you could be very simple and still make millions and millions of dollars again. Tons and tons of looks and people and eyes and ears on your music. And I always, and I'm very humble and I don't want to, I don't want to walk down the street and be like, Oh, I'm a singer, you know, like like that stuff that just happened right here where the people just noticed me, that stuff is cool to me, but I don't look for that, you know what I mean? And in in to me in church, I, I felt like a lot of times people looked for that. Yeah. No, it makes it makes sense. It's basically like what you're doing right now, being a musician, being a singer, like you're not in it for the attention, for the fame, for things like for that. Fame, I'm not even in it for the money. Like, don't get me wrong. I definitely need money. I need to make money and I need to support my family. My daughter, my mom, my, my sisters, my brothers, my, my aunties, uncles, grandma, it's, it's too much. So I, I definitely need the money that comes with it. But I don't do this for that. I do it because I strictly love it. You know what I mean? And that's just the sole purpose of why I'm doing this. I just love it and I can't get enough of it. You know, I, I, I just posted this coming the other day. I just opened up for the game. Uh, yes, the day before yesterday. And, um, it was a picture that just showed, it, I felt like it spoke a thousand words. It was like, it was just like passion. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, do, I just really love to do this. Like, I don't, I don't care. I, I really love it. No, I mean, it makes sense because it's just like what you're saying right now. It's just like you're going based off your, your gut. Like, you're, it's easy for you to express your feelings because you know you love this so much. It's not, it's not attached to any other material thing. It's just like coming from your heart, right? Yeah, and this is not a character. This is livelihood, you know. Yeah. So I don't, I don't ever have to practice for interviews or podcasts or whatever. You know, I just go in there and speak. Like if you ask me whatever you want to ask me, I, I know how to handle myself. I know how to answer questions. Like this, feel like you're just authentic. Right. Like no, you're the lost, good. The lost art in music today. The biggest lost art in music today is development. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be developed. Nobody wants to develop themselves. Yeah. Everybody is microwavable. <laughs> a, 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 a person they 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 uh get some equipment from a store for you can get a mic speakers interface yeah. if you already got a computer it's not if you don't have a computer for about you can get a computer off offer up or something i'll say for about eighteen hundred dollars you could potentially be something today oh yeah no for i mean you're Especially with like technology right now, all the like what you're talking about, all the equipment, there's no doubt like you could just be 
like notice of musician, famous, anything like that, because you have all the tools available to you, right? Yeah. But when for you, oh, no, I was just going to say, like, for you, you didn't start off like just recently. Um, It was about six years ago. um, The song Wrong Way. And I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, that was like one of your first songs. And then you. One of my first songs? Yeah. No, no, no. Where was it? I revamped. So I, I, I've been releasing songs since about 20, 2011. Okay. I revamped. Uh-huh. I revamped, erased all the songs up YouTube. Basically, I made myself a new artist. Gotcha. And I used to go by my full name, which is Darren Edwards. I dropped the Edwards. Only went by there, built it, built it back up from there. So when you like, you created basically this brand. Was that back in 2017 or was it 2016 and then 2017? Okay. 2016, I created the brand just just Garen. Just Garen. You know, I made Garen my brand instead of Garen Edwards. Yeah. And I used to have Garen Edwards and stuff like that because the grace, all the grace had. Both, both their first and last name, like Michael Jackson, Chris Brown, Stevie Wonder. So that's why I, that's why I started off with my whole name because I was like, all the greats got their whole name. Yeah. But I think Garrett is unique, so I, I stuck with that. No, I think so too. I mean, I can't name another artist named Garrett, so <laughs> you have that for you. Like you had Wrong Way, and then you also had the song You Know That, which also became like. I don't know, a viral song, a most well-known song? Like, is that like when you started peaking, you started getting more attention with fans? Mm, I don't know. Um, I really don't even see fans. I, I, I see I see supporters here and there, but I mean, I don't, I really don't pay attention to that stuff. I mean, you should, you know, but I, I just didn't grow up like that. You know, I grew up in the 90s, so yeah. you know, I grew up around, like, I got family members and People who are really like successful, like ten times Grammy awards, winning, uh, like produced for Jess Timberlake, Beyonce, like you know. Yeah. Humility is like my foundation, so I don't. I just don't pay attention to it. Like I just want to make the great music. I I know for sure. I know when people notice me. You know. Mm-hmm. I know that people take liking to my image into my music, but. I don't give it too much attention, you know. I do pay attention to what they like and why they like it to try to improve myself. Yeah. But I don't, I just don't, I can't tell you when people really start like, oh, yeah. Or like, I just know I grinded it to be where I am and I, I didn't give up. You know, next year I might be one of the biggest artists in the world, but I mean, I won't be able to tell you why. Cause, cause look at all the music I got out right now. Like, is it really? Cause I just released this song in December. Now, oh, in February, I'm the biggest artist. Like, I, I wouldn't pinpoint it to December. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, um, I the only reason why I was asking is just because you put in the work, like you're creating these songs. But did you also have like a team that was supporting you, like getting you into places? I've, also, I've always had people that support me, even now. Like, team just help me map out. What's, what's important? Help me with my set list at shows. Help me find out the best ways to make an impression on people. Like, 
I, I call them the board of associates. I, I definitely have a board of associates, of people who have a board of trustees, something like that. But yeah, people I can trust to ask for their opinion. That's so. Ever I also since- like to trust people who have no idea what music is, what it's about, all the logistics, because sometimes they'll just give you a raw opinion, like a fan or a supporter, like this. Uh, yeah, nah, I like this song better. Like they might be like, you know what? It might be a million more people just like you like this song better. So, yeah. No, I mean, it's always kind of like an outside perspective, right? Just because like the people on your like board of trustees or like whatever you want to call it, they're, I don't want to say they're always going to be on their your side, but they see your vision when you get that outside perspective. And they're just too consumed. Mm-hmm. Even if it's somebody who, like if I did a podcast, like, like even if I didn't know you and I asked you for advice, you might be too consumed in the, the rhetoric and the, the algorithm and the procedures of doing a podcast that you might miss the reality of the simplicity that's needed and what you're trying to convey. So somebody who don't do podcasts and don't have nothing to do with it might be like, nah, when you put a, 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 a good vibe sign in the back, it don't look right. But if you just put this random alien, like that's like shock value. <laughs> But you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It take for a regular consumer to be like, yo, that would just interesting being an alien. Yeah. You know, you know, like, that's not even my thoughts. My thought is to put a, a nice sign in my podcast name in the back, branded, and it might be like, no, just put an alien. And that's consistency. <laughs> and every time somebody see an alien, they know it's your podcast. Instead of saying, hey, this is my podcast. This is the logo. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying. Um and I mean, I love that you're saying like this whole time you've just been saying like, it's all about like simplicity. It's all about like being genuine to who you are as a person. And that's why you've become this successful so far. And you're going to be continuing that because like you said earlier, you know what you want to do, what your path is, what your gift is. Right. Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, throughout this journey, though, you've collabed with artists that are also well known in the industry, like Van Jess. Eric Bellinger and more. Like, how did that come about? Oh, uh, just building solid relationships. The same way how I am. Just saying, like, genuine with myself. Like, yeah, just being solid with people, be, just being genuine. Like, yo, like, what you doing? Like, let me hang out. Oh, you got a show. Let me come support. <laughs> oh, you got a listen for Let me pull up. Yo, I guess I need some advice on this. Like, yo, I was just. Random thinking about you, bro. Like, you got to leak up. We do nothing. Let's go get some lunch. <laughs> so it's all about, like, creating that relationship for you. It's not, like, not a business relationship, but, like, a solid, like, hey, I got you. Let's hang out. Like, as simple as that. And then business comes out. I, I can't think of that one person that I've worked with that it wasn't a relationship first before I worked. I can't think of one. I love that. I really can't think of one. Every everybody, I was like, I was around him like twenty times, and then finally, it worked out. And so, like building these relationships, meeting these people, like were they just at concerts? Were they like friends of yours already? No, be like, oh, I see. Let's just take for example, uh, Hit Boy. I met Hit Boy at. Met him when I was a little bit younger, random. I was able to remind him that I met him. That created a little bit of comfortability. 
met us. I, I performed at 24 Hours concert. It was me, TMP Rock, 24 Hours. Hey, it's Tokyo. I seen him again. I said something to him. I take my number. By that time, when I was at the concert, I was able to tell him, like, yo, I, I'm on dedication to Nipsey. And I just made him more comfortable. Like, okay, not only do you look familiar, but now I have confirmation that you're somewhere within this industry because you did. You saw my dedication with Nipsey. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Cool. For two years, I just hit him up. What's up, bro? Hope all is well. We'd love to get up with you and link. We love, we love, we love, we love. Randomly told me pull up to the studio. Pulled up, got on some songs with Lil Dirt, T Grizzly, whole bunch of people. Never came out. And so, is this something like you'll put out later on, or? That's up to him, right? Yeah. But, uh, can't pick him up. Randomly, he like pull up to the studio right now. I pull up, I walk in, it's Nas in the room. It's just me, him, and Nas. What the hell? You know what I'm saying? But that took three years to get to that point. You know what I mean? It took three years of just being consistent and being genuine and not trying to be so, hey, bro, listen to my song. Hey, here goes the went to my album and like, all that. Mm -hmm. Nah, bro, just say, what's up, bro? Let's link when you get a chance. Okay, you can't. Cool, for sure. What's up, bro? A month later, let's link when you get a chance. I was hitting him up like every two months for two years until he finally was like, all right, pull up on me. And then when I put up on him the first time, that that did nothing from nothing came from that. And mm -hmm. I put up on him again the second time. A lot came from that. Now I'm at a point where I can put up on him anytime I want. Because you built that relationship, like he knows you're in a relationship and a trust with him as a person. You know, I'll be in the studio with his son now. You know what I mean? Oh. I'll be in the studio with his son, and I pull up with him and his dad to the to the to the, to the uh, club or. Just to go out, like, now it's like, I trust this man. I pull up to his crib, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's no, kind of like, I mean, you be became, like, really good friends just throughout, I'm like. I'm friend now, like, it's not even about music no more. I'm, I'm really good friends. No, I love that. I mean, I kind of, I feel like that just shows, like, if you are dedicated, if you are all about it, you know, you understand that it's not an overnight success. No matter what you do with technology or anything like that, you know you have to put your time. You know you have to put consistency into it, and that's how you're gonna uh, succeed, right? Right, exactly. It's, 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 you you can't if you cut corners, then you're gonna run into the building. I don't know. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out a quote. <laughs> <laughs> no, it makes sense. <laughs> if you get if you cut corners, you're just gonna hurt yourself. Yeah, but if, yeah exactly if you cut corners you're gonna crash if you, if you spin the whole block you, you're gonna have a straight road ahead yeah no you hit that corner the road is straight <laughs> yeah no i mean i love i love how you're saying that right now i think you know um and i just want to go back to this because you said you're all about like relationships but i'm guess um I'm guessing you're all about like not only the music community, but like people, like a way of giving back, I want to say. Yeah, definitely. I'm always giving back. Like, are you involved with charities or I just uh I just became part of the board for this nonprofit organization. It's about implementing music and creative arts. In jail. 
What? Going to build studios and creative, creative intentions so that people in jail can match out their ideas and creativity. And I just became a part of the board of a nonprofit organization. I'm supposed to do like teachings and classes for people in jail. And I would, I was also a songwriting teacher for Community Arts Center, another nonprofit organization for Nanopolo Community Arts Center. I was a songwriter teacher. I was also a drum teacher at that same school. Um, so, like, I've, I've fed the homeless plenty of times. I mean, I feed the homeless like every other day at this point. But, and that's just stuff I don't need to document. I just literally, like, if I see somebody homeless and ask me for money, I need something to eat. But, She's all right, cool. What, what meal you want? You know, I don't do that for crazy. You know, that's that's something that nobody sees every day. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you're not trying to like. If you were doing it for praise, like you would be like out there with the camera trying to show everybody you're doing yeah, this, I right? Mean, I've done that before mm-hmm. because it was it was a uh, it was the way I did it. I basically was acknowledging the first black owned grocery store that was in Compton, so I went to buy all the food from. That person, I cooked it, and then I fed the homeless. So I was, it was kind of like a dual attention-seeking situation. I wanted to seek attention for the purpose of this is Black-owned business that I'm invested to. And then I'm also feeding my people, and I wanted to make it. It wasn't just like, hey, we got some pizza. Hey, grab a pizza, put it on camera. No, like, I cooked the food. I cooked spaghetti, salad. Oh, you're, you cut off for a second. But I made spaghetti. I had salad, I have rolls, and I have bread, and I, you know, I had some drink, and I, I, I plated it up nicely. And, you know, it was just like I went to little, like Little Caesars or or to Pizza Hut and just bought some box of pizza and then just put the camera on. Nah, like I showed the process of me cooking, showed the process of me grocery shopping at a black-owned store, the first black-owned store, mm-hmm. and then. I showed the process of me giving it to people, and I also talked to people. I did not just, you know, like me, I'm so genuine that I can't just buy some pizza, hand it to them, all right, all right, and just show that on camera. No, like, yeah. I'm showing you me shopping, I'm showing you me driving to the grocery store, I'm showing you cooking it. I just, it's a two-minute video, but it took me like six hours to do all of that. Yeah. But it, but I just made a two-minute video, you know, like. So you took too, but you can see, like, I, I invested time, effort, and, and genuine energy into that. That wasn't like, no, hey, look at me, I'm feeding the homeless. No, yeah. Not at all. I just wanted to ask, like, the, I don't want to say, like, there's a purpose in everything. Like, you're, this is coming from your heart. But, like, being who you are, being in the industry, like, what what makes you want to, like, give back? instead? Like, because some people will be like, oh, okay, I can't do that right now or push it later or... Things like that. Uh, what makes me want to get back is God. Uh, God, God. Uh, I think God, the spirit of God, the influence of God, and all the many stories I've heard of his disciples, the people that he called and used to, to, to bless other people. It's always, it's always, it always will stick with me. Absolutely. I think that, um, you know, we all have an expiration date. So mm-hmm. I want people to 
feel my genuine energy of being God, 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 and being led by Him. You know, in a way, it's like I'm not perfect. I sin a lot. I, I I do things against His will a lot, but at the end of the day, my purpose is to show God through me. When you see, like, I want you to see God. Like, so it's not just about being like a man of God, but also like connecting that with like all the community service you do with um the local like nonprofits. Like you're a man of God who's also a man of the people in a way. Right. I think I'm like I always say this when I was a young kid because uh, I think like I'm like one of those angels that go through like all the fire and shit like that. Like I'm not like I'm not I'm not a person who's gonna be in a pulpit or at the church. Leading people, God, because I mean that's not my forte. I think my niche is I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be in the streets. I'm gonna be in the arenas. I'm gonna be in the stadiums. I'm gonna be, you know, the devil works for this goddamn performing. Here comes this like wholesome, pure spirit energy that make me like feel like I need to be better with myself, or maybe I shouldn't gangbang, or maybe. I should give back. Maybe I should be more genuine, but maybe I should be chasing these like simple things. Like maybe I should be trying to change the world. And you know, I just want to inspire. I want to inspire the people who, who are in the fire. I don't want to inspire the angels. That's the, I don't want to preach to the choir. You know? Yeah. No. I mean, it makes sense what you're saying. It's just like, well, I mean, you said this before earlier too. You you want to change the world, but for you, I'm guessing the first step is just being that inspiration. Like helping one person change a decision whether it was a bad decision to good or help them like think about it more so they can you know use their gift or you know see the light at the end of their t- tunnel right exactly i, I just want to yeah. that's exactly that's exactly right. <laughs> yes with all these like uh, you just mentioned the one that you're a president for like what drew you into that like helping people in jail but with music. Cause that's honestly, I've never even heard of that. There's this dude, his name is Ben Free. His name is Benjamin, actually. But he got a podcast called Ben Free Podcast that I was on. Yeah. But he's on the wrong way. I talked about jail and I talked about all those different things. So he wanted, he was drawn to like, you know, yo, my podcast is about people who were incarcerated. Well, he was incarcerated since 18 years. He got a found policy. He worked with like Dr. Dre, a lot, a lot of different people who funded him. And he wanted me to be on podcast. And then he felt so strongly about the things that I was sharing and the type of person I was that he was like, yo, I would actually love for you to be a part of the board as far as going out and actually helping these people, teaching them how to engineer songs, teaching them how to set up equipment, teaching them how to record, teaching them how to be vulnerable while recording, teaching them how to express their artistic side, even though they're in jail for life sentences. And, you know, so he just seen something in me that he wanted to work with me. That was just, it was simple for me because I, I do stuff like that for nothing. So, of course, I'll do it for something. No, I just want to, because you mentioned like vulnerability and, um, but you said like, this isn't something like you have to work on. You're not very technical. You're not very like logistically, like you're, you're just you. Um, it's coming from your yeah. heart. But like when it's time for like these songs and you're like being vulnerable, has that ever been? like hard for you or were you like hesitant on like putting out the music um i was never hesitant i was never hesitant on putting out music i was always i was always confident i mean it's even more music that i want to put out now i just you know take my time with it 
Yeah. I know, like, I'm about to release this, this record called God's Got a Plan. So it's all like, uh, I'm very, uh, it's not like you hear me talk about something and then I'm talking about shaking booty and all that. You know what I mean? So yeah. everything kind of aligns on the song. And I just, you know, I kind of keep it, I try, I try to keep it on track with my mindset. Yeah. No, I, I got that. And then, like, especially with you being a part of like all these organizations, um, in a way, you could say, like, this is your path, this is your purpose, and like, you're being an activist for it would you say like just especially through your music like you're putting it out there just to inspire that hope meeting people in person through these organizations like what is it that you're hoping that um people notice throughout all of that like what do you strongly believe in um, i just hope that people are inspired to be genuine to be carefree to be vulnerable to be uh to be honest with themselves, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of my main things. My brand is called normal. So normal is you know, I change the definition. So it's not a dictionary definition. I created my own definition. Like I created my brand normal. And it's the ability to be aware enough to love yourself. So I think loving yourself comes in many different forms, but me, wrong way, not gangbanging was loving myself. Um, misunderstood was understanding why I met a, uh, I seen a girl that I knew from middle school was a prostitute, but understanding why her mindset was like that. I seen a dude, uh, rob, I, I, just, I almost robbed when I was in high school by somebody I already knew. And, uh, I mean, I was robbed. It wasn't almost, it just didn't rob me from anyone, but it's my wallet stuff. But I didn't really have much money, so it was basically for nothing. But I knew him and I knew Jack was. Just those simple moments where people that love themselves, trying to people understand, like, I understand how hard it is to love yourself because I go through it and I battle with it. But, you know, the goal is to get everyone to love themselves, to, to, to change the world back to normal. Yeah. I mean, so that's the whole point of it. It's kind of like, even though you did a bad thing or you had a bad experience, it doesn't mean but, it's going to stay or you made bad. A bad choice, mm-hmm. There's still ways to bounce back. I love that. You gotta be vulnerable, you know. And I think my whole career is about vulnerability. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm glad you said that. Um, especially right now, is because I think we kind of just get stuck. Um, and I don't want to say everyone, but it's just like once you're like going through like the trials, the tribulations, you're just like, man, is this ever gonna get better? Like, how will it get better? And you kind of you're in you're in the middle, right? Like, you want to get to a better place or are you going to go back to that bad experience? Like what's going to happen? So like you saying what you did right now and just me saying like, you want to help them see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like it's not going to be a bad light. And so um, you just released an album, but are you releasing more music anytime soon? Cause that, wait, that was pretty recently, right? No boundaries. Yeah, I would just no boundaries. Um, I'm going to release. I have an album ready. I'll say that. I just don't know when I'm ready. Okay. But it's ready. So I'm we- about to release this single called "God's Got a Plan" with a video. I didn't tell anybody. I mean, I didn't really like put it out there yet, but so we got the exclusive. I just got the exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's called "God's Got a Plan." Yeah, it has a video to it. Yeah. After that, I'm gonna kind of take like a high end, it's off of like the social media thing and try to focus on myself and just get myself, my spirit, my 
my health, my mental health, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, it won't be it won't be no like breaks. It'll be all gas. I'm still gassing. I'm still looking for the next opportunity and window and partner to just release this album. Mm-hmm. Oh, hello, are you listening? It's really great. Probably. Uh, at this point, I can't never say anything is my best body of work because I know I always find my best. And I think it's up to the person. It's super subjective. So somebody might say my, their favorite song is Wrong Way. And, uh, you know, I've been performing that for six years now. So that's clearly not my favorite song anymore. But at the time it was. But we have a- I do understand that God blessed me with the gift to be able to make timeless music. So Regardless if you listen to the wrong way in 2023, even though it was released in 2016 or 2017, mm-hmm. it still it still feels like, wow, yeah. the story is still, is still potent. And so, like, I know you said you're going to release a single, um, and then we can, like, expect an album after that. But are you going to be performing, or are you just going to, uh, with that um, social media break, are you just going to take a break from performing, too? Um... I won't take a break from performing. As long as this performance is coming, yeah, I'll for sure do those. Because I, I, you know, I was born, I was born in '94, so like I, I, I'm not like too social media ish. Like I suck at social media. You know, everybody telling me I need to do more TikToks and stuff, but I don't. You know what I'm saying? I like real interactions, especially with people that's gonna support me. Like I'd rather you, I'd rather you come to my concert than buy my CD. That's just the type of person I, because I know when you hear me at my concert, it's going to lead to you by my, but you might not necessarily feel that song. You know, if you, if you're in a bad mood, you just got to get into it with your brother or sister or your spouse or whatever. And then you hear my song. I mean, it might not make you feel the same way, but if you come to my concert, I know for sure the spirit that's within you, you're going to feel something. Because it's just all about being in that environment. Right. Yeah, yeah, and I'm relatable, and I'm genuine, and I'm vulnerable. So you're gonna feel the connection, you know. But I can't guarantee you that through through uh, digital digital platforms, and you know, it's just not the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean building that connection in person, and then on a social media platform, on a website, like it's two completely different things. Because one, like you get to see you live in person, you get to feel it in your body, you're listening to it, like you hear those emotions. But like when it comes to digital, you're still hearing your voice. But there's just, it's just something about like your aura, you see it in person, then it's kind of like an instant connection. Or, you know, like, can you really get that just by streaming it online? Uh, maybe some people can. But some people can, but mm-hmm. it's, it, it's, it's very seldom that you're going to be more impressed. I mean, actually, nowadays, you're more impressed digitally than you are physically because most people don't really, you know, no shade, but their talent is not. Their talent is, is faced and covered in auto-tune and effect and money so when you see a person you're kind of bored you you actually rather see them on a video or something but me you know i grew up with real genuine talent real gifts real rehearsals and not lifestyle not using a lifestyle to to win people over you got to use your gifts like your talent like everything god gave you to win this person over it wasn't about social media when i grew up social media didn't even exist when i grew up yeah no i mean um 
I'm I'm a 93. So like, that's why like what you're saying, it's very relatable, you know, because you go on social media right now. Mostly you just see the glamour side, the luxury side. But like with what you're saying right now, it's just like, it's not all about that. It's not all about the material things, right? It's about like expressing yourself, being vulnerable, like people really connecting with you because you're showing who you really are as a person. And so um, before we go, oh, sorry, what was that? 100%. The, um, before we go, though, like for listeners who maybe haven't even listened to any of your music yet, who are just discovering you maybe right now, what's um, what's like top three songs that you would recommend besides uh, Wrong Way? Um, top three songs I would recommend is uh, Save Me off of uh, Save Me off of uh, Spiritual Warfare. It's called Save Me it's off of Spiritual Warfare. Um, I would say Normal off of it's a song called Normal off the E.T. Cup from me. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would uh, advise that song. I would advise uh, uh, Conversation conversation off of the new normal. So we got Save Me, um, Normal, and Conversation? Right. That, 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 uh, that'll translate. All right. Awesome. I mean, well, that's actually going to be it for our episode for our podcast um but before we go i just want to say thank you for you know making time being on here being on the live i really appreciate it no problem um like i said i'm always trying to get back to figure out ways to be a part of whatever it's not so you never know you know i I like to be uh, nice to people so i just like to you know i have time i have the energy i i have the intellect so Nothing for me to just not be a part of your your vision, your idea. You had the help from your aunt, but like you knew, like you both knew, like this was a gift within you, and it wasn't about like impressing people, but just like really showing who you are as a person. So I mean, thank you for sharing your story with me. Uh, no problem. I appreciate you asking the questions. Well, that's all we have for this episode. Thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for more episodes so you don't miss out. Also, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube at Merlin Like the Wizard. Thanks for checking out this episode. Hope you liked it. Till next time. <laughs>